1: And current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision.
0: You might remember just recently we were talking about a church in Gippsland, in Victoria, in the city of Sale that was accused of pushing a gay conversion therapy agenda. There was some wide reporting by the Herald Sun newspaper of a young woman who had sought help from the church but was quoted as saying that she'd allegedly been treated by the church in such a way she didn't think she'd survive. Things were so bad. As it turns out, it appears that the complaint that the young woman had made must have been to one of the political parties in town who have therefore endeavoured to attack the church involved. Well, let's talk through the issues of what's happening in Sale, Victoria, with the leader of the City Builders Church in Sale, Pastor Brian Heath. Brian's back with us. Brian, welcome back to 2020.
1: Uh, Thanks, and good to talk to you again, Neil.
0: Brian, you've been a long-serving pastor in the city of Sale. A newspaper report really has been very damning of your church, Uh, but there was a program that was independent to your church. A young woman went through that. She's complained Mm -hmm. and your church has been framed as being a church that supports conversion therapy practices uh, which are being outlawed in Victoria and carrying jail sentences and heavy fines. They come into effect in February next year. But the thing I want to talk to you about today is the way a complaint has made it to the media the way it has. And it appears to have had a political foundation from the local national party. Give us some insight here as to how there's been an uneasy tension between your church and the national party in Sale.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay, Neil. Well, uh, firstly, uh, we've never sought to uh, have any difficult relationships with uh, with anyone. We're part of a community and we uh, love doing that. And that would include supporting the National Party. Uh, but uh, as we talked about last time, uh, the uh, discussion of uh, whether we should uh, go the way of uh, traditional marriage or same-sex marriage came up. Uh, here uh, in sale in Gippsland uh, when our federal member raised the issue. Uh, one, of the, one of the things that did happen is uh, I contested the Gippsland seat following that. Uh, I represented family first uh, in the Gippsland uh, in the federal election in 2016. And the reason I did that is because I felt that because of our federal members' move uh, to go against the wishes of the electorate in supporting uh, same-sex marriage, that people with a more conservative view needed a voice. So uh, so I represented Family First in Gippsland uh, on that basis. And I think that's really, uh, you know, where... Uh, The the separation came, if you like. And then in in 2017, uh, my assistant pastor, uh, Heidi McIver, uh, stood for the... uh, She was one of the no-mums that uh, represented the no campaign in the plebiscite. So that was an incredibly difficult time for everyone in the nation where people who, uh, you know, once love one another are all of a sudden pitted against one another over this uh, divisive issue.
0: Politics certainly does divide. And yep. let me take you into politics and church for a moment, because yep. since that marriage plebiscite and the marriage debate, your church has been particularly interested in being political. Yes. And there's a dozen or so people in your own church who have been yep. members of the National Party in Sale, yes, and you're suspecting that the National Party in Sale fears that there's a Christian takeover going on. How does that work?
1: Well, uh, I think it's it's unusual because if you look back to the uh, you know the foundations of the National Party, they are historically Christian, and now at this point in time, they have uh, seem to have drifted from their roots and uh uh you know moving more uh, towards uh you know the the left side of things and uh, uh identity politics so that's the that's the shift that has happened there and uh i don't i don't necessarily think that's a good one.
0: Since that marriage debate and since you stood in opposition as an alternative with Family First and uh, therefore you became a political adversary of the National Party, clearly they don't trust you anymore. But since that time, as the pastor of the church, you seem to have been systematically targeted by the National Party. Is that the way you'd see it?
1: Well, well, definitely. I think from uh, from the minute uh, that that uh, you know we got got involved in this discussion, and that's what it should have been, uh, our church has become uh, vilified, and I, I would say strategically and systematically, uh, you know, uh, bullied. You're in for a
0: tough time, especially in Victoria, but listeners all over Australia will know there are some similar circumstances that may well be hot on the heels of what's coming in Victoria because as of February next year, around this uh, issue of conversion therapy, uh, there are going to be some weapons in the hands of people who don't like the church to make a complaint, and therefore all sorts of things like this are likely to happen more and more. What are your thoughts for people in taking courage and getting ready for things that are changing?
1: Well, well, I think uh, you know, with regard to uh, church leaders uh, in particular, we we uh, we like peace, and uh, we are community contributors and we are community builders. But the way that the uh, suppressant law in Victoria has been couched is very dangerous. For instance, if I uh, have a discussion about my views of uh, uh, a person's sexuality around our uh, kitchen table, or I pray for them, then that could be considered as uh, breaking the law uh, with and is punishable by uh, huge fines and even imprisonment. So uh, I would say that, you know, if, if I am the... Uh, uh, the typical uh, or, or a person, you know, just a typical person, then nobody's going to escape this. This is going to touch everyone. Uh, so I'm very concerned because I think this legislation is, uh, it's uh, it's really, uh, you know, quite damaging potentially. It's well, weaponizing, uh you know, it's a political weapon really and that's what's being used here.
0: Uh, the criminalising of good people, uh, the criminalising of church leadership, and it's not just the senior leader, but anyone involved in any leadership role in church life. And, But it's not only churches, it's parents. Parents are yep. at risk, big fines, 10 years jail uh, for trying to protect your children who are going through some gender dysphoria issues and and encouraging them to wait, and they won't be allowed to do that. What are your thoughts here for parents and for church leaders who are thinking about the change that's coming? I mean, there's a lot of people in Victoria who have said, we're going to ignore the laws. You might not be running Mm. any conversion therapy practices, types, programs in your church, but you're certainly not going to hold back on referring people when they're seeking genuine help, are you?
1: Well, uh, if anyone comes to us seeking any sort of help, uh, we are uh you know morally obliged to help them in whatever way we can so uh so this is where this law is uh uh you know terrible and once again um there are you, you know the government is uh, in their promotion of this bill has talked about things like shock treatment and uh you know all these sorts of things. The church has never, ever been involved in that. That was actually the government. So, so uh, you know, this is really a very dangerous law for normal, everyday uh, people, even mums and dads. So I think, uh, you know, we we saw this happening, I guess, when the whole uh, same-sex marriage debate came up because... Uh, Our concern, you know, watching other parts of the world had gone down this pathway, is the raft of legislation that follows it, that uh, take away the, uh, you know, the rights of parents and uh, Christian leaders. And
0: the changing nature of the political parties and it may be affirming the idea that I've been hearing and that others have been reflecting with me is that uh, since the same-sex marriage debate and since the demise of the Australian Conservatives that were led by Corey Bernardi that included the, yes. the Family First group that was taken up into there and uh, therefore no Christian-based conservative voice that the Christians have been flocking to join conservative parties in their towns and it appears to be the case that in your town there's a resistance from the conservative parties to having Christian membership how concerning is that for you
1: well I think it just shows the uh, you know the incredible uh, shift that has happened in one generation where if you had have gone back to the previous leaders the leaders the elected representatives uh, before the ones that we have now they were moral champions and they would have uh, uh, used their position in the parliament to give good government to all people, regardless whether they're Christian, not Christian, believers, non- non-believers, non whether they're Australians, whether they're, uh, you know, uh, come from another nation. This is good government. But the shift away uh, from, from the traditional, uh, you know, um, judeo christian type government towards uh, identity politics is going to tear us apart in the future and uh, we have we 've experienced that in our city now you, know, you wouldn 't believe it but uh, we've uh, we 've had threats of uh, our church being burnt down uh, and uh, a whole lot worse and I could tell you some amazing stories. Well, uh,
0: let's not uh, suggest that it's the National Party that is actually doing that threatening. But uh, certainly when it comes to the National Party, the way you have been treated and the evidence you have to support that this is where these attacks have come from would suggest that the National Party in Sale in Victoria is anti-Christian. And that's uh, not good for the National Party because no doubt there's a lot of Christians who might have voted that way before. Uh, Brian, thanks so much for courageously sharing your thoughts and your heart with us. Uh, Brian is the leader of the City Builders Church in Sale and you'll be getting a lot of friends, no doubt, because of your stance. and uh, some will be also perhaps polarised on the other side as well. But, Brian, thank you so much for taking the opportunity to talk to us today, citybuilderschurch.com, for listeners who are wanting to make contact. Brian, thanks so much for letting us in on things that are happening in your neck of the woods today on 2020.
1: Uh, Thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it, Neil. Bye now.